0: Hi, I'm Marty. Welcome to Light in My Eye Scripture Podcast. It only takes a few minutes to spend time in Scripture and feel and be the better for it. Come be refreshed by the Word. Good morning. I am continuing on the series on gifts that we receive from Christ and today's gift topic is healing from pain so we'll start in luke 22:44, and being in an agony he prayed more earnestly and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground christ suffered intense pain as he wrought the atonement it was more than just a result of the atonement being for everyone that he felt such great pain it also had a function there was a reason to feel that pain in alma 7:11 and he shall go forth suffering pains and afflictions and temptations of every kind and this that the word might be fulfilled which saith, he will take upon him the pains and the sicknesses of his people. So there is anguish of soul that comes in varying degrees from not being aligned with God. Christ came and suffered for our sins that we might repent and not be at odds with our Maker. But his work here on earth was to address more than just our spiritual needs. In 2 Nephi 9.21, And he cometh into the world, that he may save all men, if they will hearken unto his voice. For behold, he suffereth the pains of all men, yea, the pains of every living creature, both men, women, and children, who belong to the family of Adam. So I think it is something that we need to take better advantage of, but Christ came to save us from pain as well as sin. And I don't believe that save means like to prevent. We know that he saves us from sin, but he does, but that doesn't mean that he keeps us from ever making any mistakes, right? So that same principle would apply to pain. And how does he save us from physical pain? If he brings us the gift of healing from pain, what does that even mean? So as I said earlier, I think this is an aspect of Christ's atonement that is totally underutilized in dnc 1916 it says for behold i god had have suffered these things for all that they might not suffer if they would repent i want to take a minute and look at the word repent and change up how we feel about it a little bit i think i think when we hear the word repent for a lot of us what what that word brings up, the feeling that word brings up is kind of like, dang, I did something wrong. Let's change repent to mean in our thoughts and our hearts, oh, I need Jesus. Then it would certainly still apply to our need for him to cleanse us from sin, but it will also mean turning to him in our other various needs as well. Pain is not meant to be suffered alone any more than sin is meant to be born alone. The Savior of the world came that he might succor his people, and he doesn't pick and choose in what. We keep turning to him for cleansing from sin, but one of the gifts he brings us, I will emphasize again, is healing and help when we're in pain. So how do we apply that? Well, first, let's go back to Luke twenty-two, forty-four, and take a page from Jesus's own example. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. If pain isn't meant to be born alone, then that's our first step, right? To pray and ask for him to bear it with us. But I believe the point of the gift of healing from pain isn't just endurance. Christ does help us to endure but he also saves, he also heals. I was able to find an example of this in the book Journey to the Veil by John Pontius. In that book, Pontius relates a story about a time that he was hospitalized and among the many issues being dealt with was a collapsed lung. The doctors wanted to intubate him and drain fluid from his chest and reinflate the lung. When he woke up from the procedure, he found that he wasn't getting enough air. He was literally suffocating, but he was unable to communicate because of that tube down his throat. The doctors thought he just didn't like being intubated and nobody checked the machine to see that it was actually set way too low. It was scary and it was hard, but John chose to turn the excruciating feeling of suffocation and the struggle to breathe over to Jesus Christ. He knew that meant accepting either being saved or dying from suffocation. He said in prayer and with great relief, I laid this struggle at the foot of the cross and walked away. I was free. It didn't change how much air I had, only that I was now trusting him to take care of me. The thought immediately came to mind that I was under water and this little tube about the size of a pencil was my only source of air. I felt grateful for each little puff I began to pray and express gratitude for this little puff of air, and I relaxed. I learned to wait for the air and be grateful when it came. The excruciating feeling of suffocation never abated, but I was no longer afraid. I think that we really tend to compartmentalize when it comes to the spiritual. We feel like a spiritual choice or principle will be limited to having like mental and emotional application but let's take a look at fear for example fear causes tension and tension increases pain fear also increases stress and stress shuts down the frontal lobe these are literal physical things that happen to the body in 2 timothy 1 7 it says for god hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind God hath not given us the spirit of fear. So if it's not from God, what's left? Fear is from the adversary. If we can own that something from the adversary has real, measurable, tangible effects, then can we also own that so too can the things of God? To finish John Pontius' story, he spent five whole days like that. Finally, a doctor took a closer look at the machine and saw that it really was sat way too low. The doctors were amazed that John had no brain damage from suffocation. They said it was his ability to relax and not struggle that made it so that that tiny trickle of air was enough. I will say it again, if we can believe that the things of Satan, like fear, can have a literal effect on our bodies, can we not also believe the same of the things of God? Jesus Christ was sent to save us. He was sent to heal. Pain is a powerful thing, and it affects us emotionally, mentally, and spiritually as well as physically. I believe that He is ready to be with us and to help us in all of those aspects as well. So to finish up, we'll go back to Alma chapter 7, this time in verse 12. And he will take upon him death, that he may loose the bands of death which bind his people. And he will take upon him their infirmities, that his bowels may be filled with mercy according to the flesh, that he may know according to the flesh how to succor his people according to their infirmities. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you've enjoyed these few moments thinking about Scripture. To find the text for the verses we've discussed today, you can follow Light In My Eye Scripture Podcast on Instagram. Have a wonderful day, and may God's light shine in your eyes today.